Hey guys, got a fire episode for you today. I talk about dropshipping, how most of the things that you're going to learn about dropshipping are bullshit scams, how I do not encourage anyone to start a dropshipping business the way that people are probably teaching you online. So if you think that dropshipping is easy, quick way, low risk to make a lot of money, then listen up, buddy. Listen up, buttercup. You're wrong. Don't set up a bullshit business selling bullshit products to customers, okay? It's not right, and not only that, but you listen to this episode, you're going to hear about a story that I followed uh, about a guy who lost his ass, I think he lost his ass doing a dropshipping business, why he lost his ass, and how it started to unravel the mystery of this dropshipping bullshit scheme that people are running. So listen up, guys. You're going to want to hear this. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Taylor Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R, space Stutch, S-T-U-C-H. Email me, tayradio1 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, tstutch1. Follow me on my website at at, uh, tstutch.com. That's T-S-T-U-C-H dot com. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Hey, hey guys, let's talk a little bit about drop shipping. Does anyone know what drop shipping is? Let me go ahead and tell you. So, off the top of my head, I have done some research into this field. I've actually thought about going into this business and I was trying to figure out what exactly drop shipping is. So, let me rewind a little bit and tell you about um, some information I've come across years ago. Years ago, I was reading an article from some guys. I believe they fancied themselves the startup bros, and <clears throat> what they were t- there was it was actually a quite informing article. And at the time, the guy whoever wrote it described the process he used to start an importing company. I was actually in Thailand, traveling around, and I was trying to figure out. I had just graduated college, about to start a job, but I wanted to figure out then. Like, what's a business I could start? So I was doing some research on the internet and looked into importing, importing and exporting. So I thought, oh, how can I get into the import-export game? Came across this article by some guys called the Startup Bros. And in the article, they talked about how uh, one of them started importing, I think it was like airsoft guns. And um, he started off how he went through his process, how he found a supplier online, he got samples, after he got the samples and he started buying in bulk. After he started buying in bulk, he said that the supplier, instead of uh, making him buy them, basically would guarantee the orders that were made. So if somebody ordered one, instead of him having to buy inventory up front and then send it to the customer himself, that the factory in China would send it directly to the customer. So he said he did that for a while until the um, factory like went out of business or something happened to the factory. And that really spiked my interest. I was extremely interested in um, a business, getting started, import, export, whatever. Now, what I just described to you was kind of two different ways that you can do an, an import business. One is actually physically dealing with product. The other is what people are, it's become pretty popular now, and it's called drop shipping. And when people are drop shipping, 
what I have figured out, and now I don't know because I'm not buying all these bullshit courses online. There's a lot of bullshit courses online, but what's going on that I have seen, I've seen a little bit behind the scenes, is that what people are doing is is that they're setting up websites like on Shopify or wherever, wherever you can set up a website. Then they're setting up a storefront on the website. I mean this is pretty cheap to do. And what they're doing is is they're have they're getting these websites where it's connected on the back end to a site called either I think it's called AliExpress. So I was going to say Alibaba, but Alibaba is not um, – you can't really buy individual products in Alibaba. You have to buy in bulk. But AliExpress, it's like wholesale and you can buy smaller amounts of products or you can buy one product at a time. And um, there's probably other websites out there that do that. But it's from China. It's probably factory direct or from wholesalers in China selling the product overseas one at a time. You can find these guys on eBay as well. Uh, a lot of products you can find on eBay, like uh, the products that people are importing and selling or drop shipping, you can find them on eBay. And they'll seem super cheap. But the shipping cost ends up um, costing, it makes the difference. It makes up the difference between what you think you're saving and what's already on the internet. So they'll be like, oh, I'm selling a jump rope for $1.50. And you think, oh, this is a great deal. And then it's like, oh, but wait a minute. The shipping is $10. So you're paying $12, $13 for the jump rope. And then you look online on Amazon and the same jump rope is $12 or $13. So what these drop shippers do is they hook everything up at the website and then you order it online and it goes to the website in China and the website in China is supposed to fulfill the order. And it seems like a seamless, quick, easy way to make money. The problem is, well, okay, there's a couple problems. One, it's not an ethical way to do business uh, in that the person that is doing, generally speaking, unless you are of high upstanding character and you are willing to uh, vouch for the quality of every single product, which you can't do via dropshipping, if, if you cannot vouch for the quality of those products, then you don't know what your customers are getting. You're essentially just creating a um, you're essentially creating a marketing like you're just creating a website to sell Chinese goods, but you have no you don't have any what Taleb would call skin in the game. So I really got into this thinking about um, listening to Taleb's book Skin in the Game, uh, talking about how a true business, a true business owner, a true entrepreneur has something to lose. And what these dropshippers are doing, a lot of them, not all of them, but I think a lot of them, they're trying, this is their way to get around skin in the game. Basically, they say, hey, look, I don't have any downside because they don't carry inventory. So what they do is they set up these websites, they match them online to these factories in China, and then they get a flow and they basically they take off a skim of the profits. The rest goes to the Chinese factory, and the customer supposedly gets what they ordered. Now, there's going to be a lot of times where the products are going to be fine. The problem is there's also going to be a lot of times where the products are not going to be good. So you could say, well, Taylor, um, what do you mean by skin in the game? What, it, what that means is you have to have something to lose. So if you don't have anything to lose in your business, then the quality of your business could degrade quickly. 
So for example, if I'm selling a if I'm selling watches and um, I am ordering a uh, I'm ordering a shipment of a hundred watches at a time, then I have skin in the game to have a good quality product and have a good quality business. Because if I don't have a good quality business and a good quality product, then I will not be able to sell my inventory and I've lost the money I've invested in the business. Now, dropshippers try to get around this because they don't invest in inventory. It's all a game. It's just passing on. It's basically they're just trying to skim off a profit and not have downside risk. So the idea is they don't have downside risk because they're not purchasing inventory. So if nothing sells, they don't lose any money. They only gain. They only gain. That is how they're trying to set this up. And um, this is – it can be done. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that every one of these businesses cannot work, is not profitable, or is unethical. But I do believe the majority of them are going to be unethical. Uh, and I can uh, – the majority are going to be unethical and or are not going to work, I believe, just because of this that simple idea that they don't have enough skin in the game. So if they are – if the guys are um, offering refunds to each individual customer, then they are pu- putting their ass on the line. So if a dropshipper says – hey, order this, and if it doesn't go through, or if the product isn't to your liking, I'll refund your money, then that is having some kind of skin in the game. But there is a problem there, is that you open yourself up to a high degree of downside. What do I mean by that? So if I'm selling watches and I'm not checking the quality because I'm like, hey, I trust this factory, they sent out some good orders, but I'm not actually checking the, I'm not checking um, samples, right? I'm not really, I'm not ordering bulk. I'm not seeing the inventory. If I'm not seeing any of the product or I don't have anybody that I trust looking at the product, they could be sending whatever they want. So if I'm not checking it, say I get a thousand orders and I start to get uh, tons of people coming back for refunds, like hundreds and hundreds of people coming back for refunds, then you start to come into a huge problem where You've got to refund all that money. Now, I guess in a way you can't lose any more than you make. It's just you could lose all the money that you have that you've invested. Um, and so there is that. I guess the the downside risk is not unlimited, but it is uh, potential to lose all of the money that you have invested into it. So if um, well, so I guess that is the only way you could really have skin in the game there is if you offer a potential full refund, in which case you are um, you know, you have your ass in the game. But there's a the problem is at that point you're a- acting more ethical. However, you're being dumb because you don't know the quality of the product you're sending out. So, uh, I'll give you a real life example. Uh, hold on after this sponsor. Okay, so I told you I was going to tell you about a real-life example. There was a guy that I followed on Twitter for a bit. His name was Tyler Schmidt, Um, and he just smelled like a piece of shit dude. But he intrigued me for sure, and I wasn't sure if he was full of shit or not. 
Uh, basically, he was a 24, 25-year-old guy, um, was really, really full of himself. And just by his age alone, I knew to be careful. Somebody as young as him and acting as arrogant as he was, I was like, there's just something not right about it. But I couldn't put my finger on it. I didn't know if there was really a problem. I, and I didn't know how people were running these drop shipping businesses. So I wasn't quite sure. So I followed this guy on Twitter for a while. He had about 30,000 followers, which is significant for somebody who's full of shit. Now, here's how it went. The guy would uh, do a lot of motivational stuff on Twitter and a lot of kind of shit talking and like be a man, don't be a bitch kind of stuff, which is fine if you're actually a man. And um, he kept talking about drop shipping. Here's where I started to get suspicious is when I started to get suspicious, one, when he wouldn't tell people what his business was, what he was importing or what he was drop shipping. Uh, because for some reason that stuck out to me as being uh, like it's it's it stood out to me that he feels vulnerable that he doesn't feel secure in his business and it's uh, that should have been the first sign so he wasn't uh, and I would just I'm gonna say this I'm only 27 years old but I've you know, I'm constantly trying to uh, I've worked in a small business environment, worked in the corporate environment. I have um, I'm self-employed. I, I run through ideas from time to time to try to see what works and what doesn't. And I can just say that at this point in my life, I do believe that if you legitimately believe in your business, you, sh- you won't have a problem telling people about it. Like that's what you do, right? You market your business. So if your business is basically being marketed anonymously, then okay, I get it. If you're a rich billionaire and you don't want people coming after you because they know how much money you have, that's one thing. But when you're just a 25-year-old kid, you really don't have any money, but you don't want anyone to know who you are selling the product, then what that shows me is that there's something missing. There's something wrong. And that's how this guy was playing it off. So... He wouldn't tell anybody about his companies. He wouldn't tell anybody about the products that he sold. So I'm following this guy for a while, and I'm like, okay, this guy's arrogant, but some of the shit he says is on point, and some of it was encouraging for me because I was importing. I'm if I have been importing physical product. I've sold most of it, but I haven't sold all of it yet. And um, so I'm like, man, this guy knows something I don't know. He must really be on top of his shit. Well, one day on his Twitter feed, some shit starts to break. Some people start shit-talking him. Uh, One day, I check his Twitter feed, and it's different. Like somebody found some shit out. Basically, somebody found his, um, his business page, his Instagram page, where he was selling his product. Turns out he was selling watches. But... There was a bit of a situation on his hands. He was selling watches and he had a really nice Instagram page and it looked professional. He had a fake brand, all this bullshito. Okay. Now, he was um, selling these watches, but in all the Instagram comments, not all of them, but a lot of the Instagram comments were people saying stuff like, hey, I ordered the watches, I didn't get my watch. 
Um, I ordered a watch and it doesn't work and I can't get my money back. There were lots of comments in Instagram saying, hey, I didn't get my product, I can't get my product or my product is defective, uh, but there's no customer service, there's no way for me to deal with this. And now I don't know about the bulk of his business. Um, maybe the majority of his customers were satisfied and these were unhappy customers, but there were, it was a sizable number. It wasn't just one customer and he was actually caught deleting the, com- the deleting comments. Like people were like, Hey, he's deleting comments, blah, blah, blah. And that is when I was like, okay, this guy, he's not a full fraud, but he's a semi fraud because he is definitely um uh not like he's not taking the risk of the business uh it looked like he was fully dodging these orders that were not being fulfilled and he was making up excuses and this that and the other <clears throat> about uh you know oh this person dealt with a customer representative and the customer representative was rude and and you know that's what happens when a foreigner is doing customer service work and this, that. I was about to say this, that, and the other again. And I said, man, this guy is full of shit. And that's when I stopped following him. And I have actually talked about this almost uh, not a year ago, but probably about eight or nine months ago is when this kind of broke and I was talking about it then. Um, but since then, I have a better understanding about how this drop shipping model goes. And... Um, I think that you can make a lot of money doing this. People – apparently people are. Actually, there was a girl I was trying to uh, go out with for a little bit and we had uh, a couple of sit-downs and she told me that somebody that she knows was making a bunch of money doing drop shipping and that he was selling a course for $500 on how to do drop shipping. And once you sign up for the course, then you get his updated Excel spreadsheet about what's selling, what's not selling. And I remember just being like, okay, there's something just isn't right there, right? When people are selling these courses so much, that there's something about that that bothers me. I mean, I'm not opposed to people selling courses. I think that's fine. Um, but the, there's, when it's, you're selling a course for $500, my question is, what business are you doing? Like, are you in the business of drop shipping? Are you in the business of selling a $500 course and you show people what to do and it's a legitimate process that you show them, but it's just not really a legitimate business. And so I would caution anybody who wants to get into dropshipping that if you do it, don't fall for the no risk, um, high reward. There is no, there's no such thing as no risk. If, if you set up a company and you're marketing and you're selling product and people don't like your product and they want a refund and they can't get their money, then your business is done. So you might be able to hide for a little while and you might even get away with it. But that's not a legitimate business. At that point, you're going to have to shut that bitch down if it's making a bunch of money. So um, if you're going to do drop shipping, this is from my experience, and I could be wrong, and I welcome criticism. What I would say is you're going to have to put your – if you're not going to have physical product inventory that you are personally moving and selling, 
then you're going to have to guarantee 100% refunds for people that are not satisfied with your product, which means that if you sell 100 units of something and all 100 uh, people that are supposed to get their orders don't get their orders, that money is coming from you. Keep in mind, you're going to probably lose money, and here's why now that I'm thinking about it. So you make profit, but you don't make the full amount of the sale, right? Some of that is going to be passed along to the manufacturer who's supposedly shipping the product. So if somebody spends $10, you might take um, you know, 3 or $4 profit. You might send the rest to the manufacturer or you know, whatever percentage you take. You take a few dollars. But if that person says, I want my $10 back and you have to refund that, then you are on the hook for the $10, not the 4 or $5 that you made. So um, if you are going to do this, you have to keep that in mind, that if you're not going to keep physical inventory and, get, and actually run it like a legitimate fucking business, if you're not going to run it like a real business and you're going to try to scam people out of their money but you don't realize you're scamming because you don't know what you're doing, then you need to guarantee a refund. And if you guarantee a refund, realize that the money that you could be refunding is going to outstrip the money that um, you're going to make from the product, from the deal itself. So those as, that is what I have learned from drop shipping. So uh, if you find yourself buying a course or following someone's advice where they're telling you it's easy, shut up, set up a Shopify, set up a Weebly, set up whatever website, back end, connect it to AliExpress, boom, you're making money. That's bullshit. Don't do that. It's an unethical unless you have physical inventory that you're selling or you guarantee full refunds, in which case you will lose your ass if you refund. So that's all I got to say about that, and uh, thank you. Also, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Taylor Stutch, T-A-Y-L-O-R Stutch, and you can go to my website, tstutch.com. You can follow me on Twitter, tstutch1, and follow me on Periscope, tstutch1. Thank you, guys. Email me at tayradio1 at gmail.com.